baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. It's uh, the day after Christmas. I hope you had a very Merry Christmas. Adam Carter in. uh, Jordana off uh, most of the week. She'll be in Thursday, actually. You know why? She really wants to do Dear Jordana. I think that's the reason that she's working Thursday. She she has the vacation days. She's just going to give one back to come and do Dear Jordana. Um, So it's the 26th, and it's um, let's start with this. I want to return my crippling – well, it's not crippling – my nearly crippling anxiety. I texted this last night. I, c- I can't fully enjoy Christmas because I realize at some point that Christmas is going to be over in a few hours. And the fact that I'm working today probably had something to do with it. You know, the Sunday scaries that we all have, or at least some of us have whether you got to go back to school or go back to work on Sunday. So I had that yesterday, knowing that, you know, I, I enjoy Christmas so much that I get bummed when it's over. And so, like, halfway through the day on Christmas, I'm like, eh, it's, uh, it's going to be over soon. When I should be enjoying the holiday, I should, you know, be all in on it. Instead, I'm worried about, well, it's going to be over. That's my anxiety. So as we go about a life today, and maybe our, if, if you're returning some gifts, that's the question for you this morning. What are you returning? I'm returning my anxiety because it bums me out. It creeps up on me, and it causes me uh, to not fully enjoy things I should enjoy. I know, Adam. You, uh, I'm happy that you are. You talk about your struggle with yeah. anxiety openly, yeah. and I know that's part of it. But I don't think that I think a lot of other people that don't struggle with anxiety have that same right. feeling. Sure, because we spend weeks and yeah. weeks shopping and preparing and wrapping and planning, yeah. and then it's the weekend before this year, and then Christmas Eve, and then Christmas Day in the morning, and I I felt the same thing. I think a lot of people do. Middle afternoon yesterday, you go, oh, like, it's all over. I've been, you've been anticipating this moment for weeks and weeks, and now, even though it's not over yet, you're feeling. Exactly. Like, I'm going to, I'm going to eat dinner and go to bed, and then tomorrow morning, I wake up and go to work, and December 26th, she wrote, and then it's almost the end of the year. Yeah. So, Uh I'm with you on that one. Yeah, I think a lot of us. It's like you know, like the like a wedding. You, know, you, you always hear, and it's true. Like you, the planning of the wedding, and then it's over like that. And yep. It's like you don't even really get a chance to let it mm-hmm. soak in and enjoy mm-hmm. it. So yeah, so I'm definitely. That's why I like Christmas Eve so much better than Christmas because Christmas Eve, it's like it's Christmas Eve. It's uh, you still got Christmas tomorrow. So yeah, you're right. I think a lot of us have that um, that um, kind of letdown. Uh, so what is it for you? What are you returning today? <laughs> Six five one four six one nine two two six. I got one more before you jump in here. Uh, I want to keep it mostly light today because it's still kind of a holiday week. But I'd like to return 
uh, the two front runners uh, that we're going to have for the uh, presidential election in 2024. <laughs> uh, no thanks to Donald Trump. No thanks to Joe Biden. Let's get a few new people in there. So I'd like to return that too. I don't want to return to 2020 race. Let's return the presidential candidates. Dave, what, what do you got? What store do you think you got to go to return? I don't know. I have no like idea. Back to KFC for Trump. That's and... a uh, that's a <laughs> store I don't want to I don't want to go to. <laughs> So I'm hoping I can just uh, put them in the Amazon uh, yeah, package and drop them off at my at the nearest UPS. Uh, so, what are you returning? Six five one four six one nine two two six. I've obviously encouraged very humorous responses or serious responses. If you want to open a vein, uh, by all means. But uh, what are you returning today? Things that you could really do without, DJ. Well, I have become a very, uh, a somewhat cynical and a very strategic sports fan yes. in Minnesota. And I choose the times carefully for when I'm going to get excited and invest right. in a team. And after four weeks of this year's NFL season, I was we all ready to write them off, write them off and be done with the Vikings. And I was, I was very happy about that. I get my Sundays back. I don't need to, you know, invest time in professional sports until, yep. you know, until the playoffs in the NBA or something like that. Like Free I up can, your Sundays. Yes. Don't have to pay attention. And then the Vikings went on that winning streak oh, yeah. and back to 500. And Dobbs was in town. He was the, the future of the team for about 10 days. And we were so excited. And I, uh, I bought in on the hope. Oh no. Once again. And I carried me. that hope for a few weeks, and then it started to slowly go away. And then a couple of days ago, it all but ended. And I'd like to return that hope that return I return the hope that six week period where right. I was high on the Vikings. I'd like to return that and go back to just not caring at all this year. Yeah, that would be nice. That's a good one. Uh, but shame on you for buying in. <sighs> you never, you never can buy in. You can never uh, buy in. Well, until they win two more and go to the playoffs. That's right. I'll be back in. <laughs> uh, don't sleep on that. Nick Mullins. I'd like to return Nick Mullins, yes, by the way. is that possible? Oof, how about that pass, too? And Nick, I mean, uh, seems like a nice young guy. But, you know, like, and those guys are so scripted when they get to, in the pro scheme press conferences. You know, and he was asked about that pass, that wounded duck. And he's like, well, we, you know, we, we just didn't get it done. No, Nick, you didn't get it done. Like, just admit it. Like, it was my, that's on me, man. That's a bad throw. And uh, I didn't get it done. So I'd like to return Nick Mullins. I mean, who are they going to start next week? I, who, who cares? Uh, my extra pounds, someone, sexy, someone texted in. Yes, the holidays are time where you, you eat a little more than you usually do, maybe drink a little more than you usually do. So I think a lot of people probably um, might, have, uh, might be f- scared to step on that scale today. Don't worry about it. You got plenty of time to burn that. Get those calories off. No big deal. Uh, 651-461-9226. What are you returning today? Uh, returning my family to the airport today. All right. That could be a, that could either be great or it could be, uh, you know, melancholy. You could be like uh, sad to see him go or you could be happy to see him go. I think even the Probably best, a little bit of both. The best of families that love yep. each other yep. and really want to spend time together. I think. At least part of you is happy on that drive yes. to the airport. All right, I can get these people out of my house. And they're probably happy to, to move on, yeah, too. I'm, yes, right? indeed. So what is it for you? 651-461-9226. This is the day we head back to the stores, maybe return things uh, that uh, maybe you got double of 
or maybe you didn't want or want something else. Uh, by the way, if you gave a gift, don't be offended that uh, somebody wants to return it uh, if, and get get the thing that they really want. That's kind of part part of uh, what we do. Six five one four six one nine two two six. What are you returning? Call. Give us a call. Uh, we'd love to hear you because we can hear your voice, and we can. Uh, uh, our callers never cease to surprise me with their humor. And their and the the funny things they bring up. So I would love a phone call six five one four six one nine two two six. That's the WCCO Talk and Text Line. What are you returning today? Uh, more when we return on WCCO. Oh, is this? Uh, are we returning Taylor Swift? <clears throat> yeah, maybe we bought I, bought Taylor Swift when she was in town, and then returned her when she uh, decided not to come to the Vikings game. Yeah. I will say this. I saw, like, I was on Twitter yesterday. I don't know why. <laughs> it's like, it's such a habit. I'm, like, strolling through Twitter. It's like, it's Christmas for God's sake. We return sakes. Twitter? Stop <laughs> scrolling Twitter. And I'm still calling it Twitter, by the way. I know he's X. And But I saw a clip of Taylor Swift is entering the stadium, and I think it jumped the shark for me at that moment. I'm like, okay, we've had enough now. We get it. Taylor and Travis her thing, and she's going to the games. Uh, what are you returning today? It is the day that we uh, typically uh, return the gifts that were unwanted. So I'm asking you, what are you returning? Not if you want to share like your specific gift you're returning, by all means. But we're 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 speaking like in your in your world, something personal or something you'd like to see returned. And mine were was uh, I had a couple. Um, the first one was my anxiety that uh, was uh, creeping up on me yesterday, knowing that the end of the holiday season was upon us. And also uh, Joe Biden and Donald Trump, that race. Uh, I Again, <laughs> CNN with a headline here. Donald Trump's Christmas message to foes. Rot in hell. Thank you, Donald. Merry Christmas to you, too. Uh, I'd like to return uh, those two folks who are leading currently that we're, 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 we're facing – that presidential election, those two gentlemen again. I'd like to return that. So what is it for you? Six five one four six one nine two two six. What are you returning? Uh, death, too. Can I add that one to the list? I'd like to return death. Death that took my father from me this year, took my uncle from me, uh, took a number of uh, people, as it does every year. Uh, tough year um, with, uh, with death in my family, so I'd like to return that. Uh, here we go. covid Someone texts in, got, got it a week after Thanksgiving, still having some effects. I would like to return it. Yeah, that's, that's a bad one. I knew a lot of, fo- a lot of my friends were sick. Jordana was battling an illness uh, recently. Uh, my best friend uh, was down and out uh, f- throughout the holiday season. He missed all the festivities. That's a bummer, man. When you get sick and you have to miss out like that, I, I totally get that. Uh, someone says, my hemorrhoids. Yeah. Never, never a good, day, never a good time to have hemorrhoids. So yeah, I'd like to return my hemorrhoids. I'm returning organized religion. None of this crap would be happening in the Middle East if it wasn't for a bunch of idiots killing each other in the name of organized religion. Hmm. That gives you something to think about there. Uh, I want to return. I want to return the memory of my mother. I realized that for most of my 64 years, I hated Christmas because of her. This year, she wasn't here to judge. Um. She wasn't here to judge, be cold, or insult anyone. Wow, how about that, finally? That's a very uh, honest and open text. 
I called my sister to wish her happy holidays, and the microphone sound quality on her cell phone was so bad I couldn't understand a thing she said. I would like to return her cell phone for her. Yeah, very good. That's uh, not not good when you uh, you can't uh, can't understand someone. Uh, Bob is in Circle Pines. He wants to cheer me up uh, from my Christmas blues. Bob, go ahead. Help me yeah, out. Here. Adam, yeah, Adam. I'm just thinking because I have the same anxiety when it comes to Christmas. Yep. But it's kind of a it's a it's a kind of an oasis because the days are getting so short. Yes. The days are getting longer from this. That's point right. Out. Thank you. Yeah, they're right. The uh, winter solstice was the that was exactly. the 21st, and that was the shortest day, right? So we're getting more daylight every single day. So, so that cheers me up. Very good, Bob. Thank you. I appreciate that. There he goes, Bob and Circle Pines. Uh, although this weather sucks, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, you know what? It, what? We hit 54 yesterday, a record for Christmas Day. That'd be great if it was like sunshine and 50. It was raining all day. It's raining this morning. Enough. Can we see the sun at some point? That's another problem, too. It's like you got to see the sun at some point. I mean, that kind of adds to my winter doldrums, too. Yeah, the the rain and, like, 40s is about the worst weather you can have. So hopefully later this week the sun's supposed to come out. Uh, here's somebody uh, returning nothing, Adam. We are all very lucky to be alive, have health, and enjoy our belongings and our freedom. Very good. Yes. Uh, count your blessings. It's tough to do sometimes. Uh, but yes, uh, that's when I tweeted that last night about kind of suffering from that uh, end of Christmas depression. Uh, a couple of people responded saying, uh, when I feel like that, I sit there and count my blessings, think about everything in my life that is good. And uh, that is a great, great idea. I think we all can learn from that. Please return NBA players letting everyone know that they just made a three-pointer. Um, we know we're watching the game. Get over it. Wow, don't like the celebration. See, I like the celebrations. I like the uh, – that's a, that's a topic we can tackle at some point about how so many people get so bent out of shape when players, like, celebrate. Uh, to me, it's a game. They're having fun. Let them have fun. I like the celebrations, but what happened to following your shot? What happened to, you know, playing the game and trying for the rebound and getting yeah. back on defense? And they, for, they forgo all of that for the celebration. That's what gets me. Well. Sorry, game, I assume the game they play defense on. in the NBA. But. Yeah. Steve Kerr also saying that, saying that uh, defense, that they're legislating defense out of the NBA, which is kind of ironic because the Timberwolves are actually playing defense now, and that's part of the reason that they're having such great success this year. So we do not want to return uh, the Timberwolves season because they are uh, very exciting, as are the Wild. Pretty good uh, winter effort by both of our uh, our winter teams. Uh, what are you returning today? 651-461-9226. I'm returning my wife. <laughs> Whoa. Wish, wish me luck at marriage counseling next week. Oof. Hopefully, uh, that was, uh, hopefully that's tongue in cheek or maybe, uh, the holidays were, uh, even if it is tongue in cheek, look, that's the reality for a lot of people. Yeah. And yeah, I, I, that's, that's a tough, it one. is tough. Yeah. I've been through, I've been through that. Uh, it's not fun. Um, but I will say that, um, a lot of that pain, there are better days ahead for a lot of people. Uh, Adam, embrace the 12 days of Christmas and plan in some ongoing celebrations so Christmas isn't just one day. Uh, give, give back the new idea of Christmas just being one day. That's another good point. Somebody brought that up last night, saying that Christmas actually, it was the first day of Christmas, and that Christmas lasts for 12 days. And that, um, you know, through the new year, you can continue to have Christmas. And that's kind of the nice thing, too. You know, if you have, like we do, 
you got multiple family celebrations. Uh, heck, one of our Christmases we're going to have uh, with my in-laws on January 20th. So I have that to look forward to. Um, it's tough, though. I mean, but just the, the one day of Christmas, I, 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 love, I love it. I would like to return racism. I have some racist friends. I wish they would just quit being that way. That's a good one. And that's always uh, that puts you in a difficult spot uh, when you're dealing with friends who have certain views uh, like that that are uncomfortable. And, and you think to yourself, okay, at what point do I, do I say something? Uh, we'd all like to believe that we would say something, that we'd stand up to friends who had those views. And if they didn't change those views, would they continue to be our friends? Those are uh, very difficult questions to ask. And I know it's easy to say, well, you shouldn't be friends with that person if they have those views. Um, but at the same time, you want to hopefully change their mind about certain things and be be there for them. So, yeah, that's a that's a difficult one. So uh, we I did a fantastic Christmas meal last night. We did the multi-course Italian dinner. And that added to my stress level of the day, but I managed to pull it off. I don't mean to brag. And I, I only had one small part of it, but I did these huge porter. I got two big porterhouse steaks from Spencer up at Grundhoffers. He set a couple aside for me. I went up there on Friday, said hi to Spencer, and picked up these two huge porterhouse steaks, like two and a half to three inch thick. And did the searing in the cast iron skillet, put them in the oven, and they turned out just beautifully. The problem is with the Italian dinner, we had the antipasta, of course, which was a number of different, you know, cold cuts, Italian cold cuts and some cheese and some olive spread. Then we had the pasta dish. Jen made the pasta. (laughs) I had these two big steaks. But it was great because I sliced them up and people could just have a couple of pieces. It wasn't like you were eating a whole big steak to yourself. And it turned out just fantastic. And so that's, that's such a cool thing when, the, when you take a chance on cooking something, especially when you're serving other. It's one thing to take a chance on something you're cooking if it's just for you or your, you and your wife. And it's, you, know, you don't really care if it's, ah, you know, we missed the mark on this one. But when you're serving others. And you've had, it's a holiday meal. It's like, oh, man, I hope this turns out. And there was a, it was panic time for a while because – the smoke from the yes oven. That's how you know you're doing it right. Oh, it was like and the fire alarm's going off, and I'm panicking. I'm like, oh, man, I can't, am I going to pull this off? And it worked, and it was just, oh, such relief. But, yeah, now it's my house smells like a steakhouse, and it'll smell that way for about a good week. By the way, cooking, like, larger steaks and then carving it and having people just have a slice, yes. that's the way to do it. I think totally. people are too intimidated by everyone needs a big steak on your plate, and it's unaccessible, but... Yeah. You really only need, you oh, know, yeah. for a meal Couple like that, slices. you need like four to six right. ounces per mm-hmm. person, and it's yep. it's much more doable. Uh, somebody, a uh, couple texts uh, before we break here. A lot of businesses in town have their company Xmas parties after Xmas in January. So do we. Uh, in fact, we found out today it's in Yeah, when is February. ours? April or something? Oh, February. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, they're, they're doing it at least. Yeah, yeah. Bravo. I'm in. Uh, somebody pointing out, too, last year was eight below... And 26 below on Christmas in Wisconsin, where we live, this year was 48 degrees. What a turnaround. Wow. Yeah, I don't want it. 
I wouldn't want it eight below either, but I didn't like the rain. No. Uh, I'm sorry. And a big question, too, I guess Paul's off, but we, we could have asked, if that would have been snow yesterday, how much snow would we have received? Well, they said a lot of places two inches, which often it's about an inch to a foot. So we got about two feet so of snow two yesterday. Two feet of snow. About I mean, that. a lot of other factors, but somewhere in that. And area. I guess we're fortunate that that didn't happen because that would have played havoc for people trying to get around yesterday. So I guess we got to look at the bright side. Oh, he's so pretty, though. It would have been pretty. <laughs> it would have been nice. Ah, uh, yeah. No, no good with the rain. All right. Uh, 9.50. No, excuse me. 9.30. I can't read. I think uh, that's your New Year's resolution to say the time correctly. Say the time correctly. I'll get, a, I'll get it right one of these times. Uh, Tori Van Oot from Axios joins us every Tuesday, Tuesdays with Tori. Uh, she's lined up. She's got a few of the uh, highlights from the legislative year, uh, the the year that was at the state legislature. We'll talk to Tori next on News Talk 830 WCCO. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. All right, 936, Tori Van Oot from Axios. Tori, uh, thank you so much. Hope you had a Merry Christmas. It's so fun, and I this is part of it, too, that I miss the days of having the young kids for Christmas because yeah. the, the magic that kids have during this time of year is... Uh, there was a lot of it, yeah. It's just so much fun because they 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 enjoy this holiday so much. And it's it's you can live vicariously through your kids. I hope you had that kind of situation. We did, though. I love that your listeners scavenger hunt idea. I'm in Vermont, and uh, it's a little, we just also don't have snow here. It's a little drizzly and cold, and we have a, well, I have a two-and-a-half-year-old, but we also have a four-year-old and a two-year-old cousin here, oh, yeah. and the scavenger hunt would have been a great idea to burn off some of that energy from all this sugar, <laughs> but I'll tell you, Adam, my son must have been good because he asked Santa for a big fire truck and a small steamroller and Somehow, Santa Santa came <laughs> came through. Nice. Santa came through. Santa came through for everybody with what they wanted. Excellent. So, so no, so, you you guys you guys don't have snow in Vermont either. No snow in Vermont either. It's been a mild winter out here too. There's a lot of rain actually, uh, and no, there's been really no snow all all season so far. So I don't think it'll be a very good uh, ski season at least to start. But yeah, it feels like it feels like actually almost yeah um, it was bizarre here too it was raining all day yesterday yeah. and 50 degrees it just uh, 50 yeah. would have been great but the rain is kind of with the rain yeah we've had the same here yeah, yeah but uh, what well, can you do family yeah, it's worth it that's right thank you so much for joining us even though you're still in vermont and i thought we'd use this opportunity today to just kind of recap some of the bigger stories uh, the, of the legislature this year and what comes to mind for me i guess is you know with, when we, we had democrats in control and they really made good on a lot of the promises that they ran on uh, the previous year and getting their their wish list taken care of. That's exactly right, Adam. I think that is uh, not. There's no dispute that that's the biggest political story in Minnesota of the year. Uh, that Democrats won the trifecta last year, of course, and they came in, like you said, with a wish list of about 30 uh, priorities, policies that Democrats wanted to get done. They had a 17 billion dollar plus surplus, and they got them all done, right? We talked a lot about these this year, the gun control, abortion rights, paid family leave, 
um, the free school meals for all, uh, safe, uh, sick time off. That's one that takes effect in uh, just on January 1st. In addition to paid family leave, all workers will be able to accrue sick days to take care of themselves or a loved one on a shorter term basis, you know, just the flu or whatever. Um, marijuana legalization, you know, that was a big story that shaped the year. And so uh, the rebate checks, you know, we've talked about a lot of these um, over this past year. And, you know, that was really the story of 2024 in state politics. I'm sorry, 2023, I'm already getting ahead of myself. And in 2024, the story of 2024 will be um, the execution of those policies, right? Once you can pass all of these things, that sounds great, but how do you actually implement them? How do they affect people's lives? Uh, and do they, you know, affect the economy, all of these other things? And then what voters decide, yeah. right? Next year in 2024, yep. the trifecta will be on the ballot yes it will uh, voters will decide whether to send their state house members back one half of the legislative uh chamber and so uh that'll be the real test you know they they they've made a gamble uh democrats believe that they had a transformational session that they did things that will improve and transform minnesota and people's lives for the better republicans say yeah you transformed it but potentially with consequences mm-hmm. and for the worse than you could have given more of the surplus back in the form of tax cuts um, and not have some of the sales tax increases and other things that we've talked about. And so um, we know what they've done based on this year and where it goes from here. We'll find out in the year ahead. And that's it. And we, we uh, as you were talking, we got a texter on the text line about, could mm-hmm. you ask Tory where Minnesota taxpayers can see where the $17 billion surplus went? And that's something, Lord, you can't mm-hmm. really get a straight answer. I mean, you get, a, you, you get the predictable answer from who you ask, but did all that money really get spent? And if, uh, or is there any left? There's a little bit left. We just had the forecast, right? And so there is a, a much smaller surplus than there is heading into next year, uh, you know, based on how the uh, revenues are coming in and what things are costing or not costing. But as we talked about earlier this month, um, we're looking at a structural imbalance or deficit, depending on who you ask, in the out years um, as some levels of state spending, including education and health and human services, are, are going to go up faster than what we think uh, revenues will be. So they did spend the surplus down. Um, Democrats say they a lot of it was one-time money. Remember, a big chunk of that surplus, the big record surplus we had was essentially a carryover balance because the year before, in 2022, when there was divided government, they couldn't agree on how to spend it in the supplemental budget. Yeah. So some of it was money that's not going to continue. So, you know, they spent it on all sorts of things. They spent it, there was, um, you know, parts of the past parts of the bonding bill, there was uh, front-loading things like paid family leave. Uh, there was the rebate checks, right? A lot of Minnesotans got those rebate checks this fall. Um, so they did send it down. And that is also something that, you know, they're going to have yep. to address or navigate in the year ahead because there are some Democrats in the majority that want to continue to do things that are going to cost money. There are a lot of... Um, entities, interest groups out there across Minnesota that want money from the legislature, including the University of Minnesota, including people who want um, more child care subsidies for families and, and, and that sort of thing. And so they have a lot less money to spend uh, going forward if they're going to be fiscally cautious, right? And that's what we heard from 
the top state budget officials earlier this month when they did that economic forecast, the projections. The top state budget officials said lawmakers are going to have to be really thoughtful in the year ahead because they may end up in a deficit if they spend down the existing surplus, a little more than $2 billion. Uh, so uh, that's the situation they've been in. And of course, as we know, the state's economy can change pretty quickly, uh, the economic outlook. So big swings in the global and national economy, we could uh, end up having more money at our disposal. We could end up having less money at our disposal, but that's where things stand. Uh, but yes, the surplus, uh, the surplus was largely spent. Yeah. Uh, you mentioned the marijuana. That was a big, you know, piece of legislation that yep. passed, legalizing recreational marijuana. That's all and good, but you know, we talked to um, one of the people of the one of the owners of uh, Nothing But Hemp about some of the struggles they've had with mm-hmm. the oversight so far, and the, <laughs> we had the uh, debacle of ha- Governor Walls appointing uh, um, state marijuana, you know, commissioner. That her run lasted. Did was it even a day before she resigned? Uh, there's a lot of questions moving forward about the regulations and who's going to oversee this. And um, again, I think that plays into Republicans' hands saying, look, they weren't ready to do this. Yeah, that's a really good example of when we say, you know, Democrats passed a lot of things they had run on, promised to pass, things they had wanted to do, and how it actually gets implemented. It's going to be a real test and, you know, I think shape voters and the public's views of it. Of course, marijuana, the way they did it, Marijuana possession and consumption is legal, uh, has been since August, but we don't have the dispensaries yet. And the regulatory oversight, the licenses, the rule, a lot of the rules, all of that still need to be drafted. And of course, yes, Governor Walz's first pick for this really high profile job overseeing with that was, did not work out. You know, as you said, she uh, withdrew almost immediately after being announced when questions about her own business and business practices came up. And the governor has still not uh, picked somebody to be her replacement, to step into that role. So that's one thing we're going to watch, like who will come in and be kind of the cannabis star here yeah. and and lead, um, lead this agency and, you know, how the licenses work out. We've already had some questions come up about which types of businesses in-state versus out-of-state get certain economic benefits and and incentives from local economic development agencies. We've had questions that have come up around, it turned out that the law, uh, there's a lot of um, impacts of the law that came up after it was passed. It was a huge bill. And so we talked about this fall or late summer, I think you'll remember the the law actually allowed people to smoke almost anywhere outside. And so a lot of cities have since taken action to say, no, actually, you can't smoke, you know, on a public sidewalk or you can't smoke marijuana in a public park near someone else or near a playground or or whatnot. Um, So uh, I think a playground under the Clean Air Act might have been uh, exempt before, but they've had to do a lot of already tweaks to this. And as you mentioned, from the hemp standpoint, those low dose edibles, uh, the hemp derived edibles have already been legal since. 2022, uh, and there's still a lot of issues there. Yeah. Uh, we just had a story before I left about, I think it was almost 40% of retailers of businesses selling those low-dose edibles that had been inspected by the state since they started doing these inspections in August had 
illegal products, like products that were above the legal limit. Uh, there's been issues. MinPost had a great story about a question that's come up about if a, if a business is selling what they claim is hemp-derived, you know, flour, kind of like smokable yeah. marijuana, but they say it's made out of hemp and they say it's under the limit. Well, actually, the agency that has the power to, to regulate the edibles doesn't have the power to inspect the flower, the plant. So uh, there's a whole um, hole there, right, a gap there where some businesses could be selling marijuana. Right. We just don't know because nobody has the power yet to look at it. So that is going to be a big issue next session, too. They're going to have – they've already talked about they're going to have to do a cleanup bill. And even the the advocates of legal marijuana really want to tighten some of these things and close some of this because they want to – it's really important for them that a a system with, like, where the good actors, uh, safe products that consumers can trust. And so – uh, there's going to be a lot of uh, a lot of tweaking to do uh, from the legislature this year and, and the rulemaking process to make sure that can happen. Uh, next week, when we talk to you, we can talk about new laws that take effect in the new yeah. year. But you mentioned uh, for folks that want it, I didn't know these were so popular. But the blackout mm. license plates, the black license plates, uh, those uh, yes, there was a request to get those, and apparently, uh, in the new year, you'll be able to get just the black Minnesota plate. I had no idea that these were so popular, but they've been incredibly popular. Folks have probably seen them in Iowa, maybe. Mm -hmm. I think Colorado has them, too. And they're just like the really basic black background with the white lettering. They look kind of old-fashioned or or vintage. And I think in Iowa, they ordered like a half a million of them when they when they people did pretty soon after they they launched. Um, But these are going to be available come January. And so January 1st online, January 2nd at the registrar's office. And there's no limit on how many they'll do. So if you want one of these, uh, get in line. And based on what we see from our website analytics, a lot of people want them. Yeah. <laughs> this, this was a story that rivaled the state flag, oh, which we, really, Adam, I <laughs> guess I messed up at the top of our call because the state flag was undoubtedely the biggest oh, of story of the right. year. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, this is kind of a fun example of the ways in which the legislature's actions and the governor's actions impact our lives in little ways, right? I think there's also some new place coming for... Um, I think Vikings fans, mm-hmm. uh, some pro sports teams, place to recognize or honor uh, missing and mur- murdered Indigenous relatives. Uh, so we have some more customization options for for license plates. Now, they will cost a little bit more. There's the added special plate fees. Uh, so if you're willing to splurge, maybe if Santa brought you some Christmas money, you can save it. Save it a week and get one of those blackout plates. We're doing uh, the during this final week of uh, 2023. We're doing like a best of uh, personal experiences. Today we're doing uh, concerts. Did you um, go to a concert uh, this year that uh, you, that stands out to you? Adam, I am so uncool. What? I don't think I went to any concerts this year. How, how how is this? I don't even know. I I never go to concerts, and I wish I had. I had so much FOMO when everyone was going to Taylor Swift, and when everyone was going to. Beyonce, and so I actually I'm going to make one of my resolutions for next year to go, go to a concert. Gotta go and I'm to a thinking concert. About um, Vermonter Noah Kahan, uh, I don't know if yes. it's last name right, but the Stick Season, he's playing Excel, I think, in maybe May or June, um, and he's from where I am right now, and it does look like Stick Season here right now, and so uh, maybe I'll maybe I'll spend my Christmas money on tickets. There They're you go. Expensive. Stick concerts yes. are expensive. They're so expensive. Days. It really. 
uh, you know, I looked at the Taylor Swift for next year since I missed it this year in Toronto, and it was like thousands of dollars, yeah, I insane. think, to go that's, to Taylor Swift. A, that, I have daycare bills, Adam. <laughs> I know. It's like, uh, it, it's so, it, it's hard to justify. Yeah. That's right. It's hard to justify, but yeah, I love it. Yeah, you got to get to some shows next week or next year. So uh, I know. I know. I will. I will. All right. Tori, thank you so much for joining us, even now you're still on vacation. So we really appreciate it. Safe travels. Oh, no. Happy to be here. We'll yep. talk next week. Bye. Tori Van Oot from Axios, 951. So what is it for you? Best of your concert. I have a my a clear and front runner. Uh, and maybe you can guess what it is. 651-461-9226. I think you'll be wrong, though, if you guess. What was your favorite concert from 2023? Next on CCO. 955, that is your Lindus Construction time check. Time to get 75% off installation labor on Infinity for Marvin Windows. We'll carry this over but because uh, we're short on time. Best concert you saw in 2023. I'm going to hang on to mine. Uh, Dave, you want to pick yours right now, or do you want to s- save yours too? Should we carry think, this over? I think i got to save mine okay. too because we only got like two minutes. We here, only have two minutes. We got, we'll, 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 did you go to a lot of concerts this year? I did. How I many? Saw, I saw A dozen? Uh, well, I saw one group six times. Hmm, I wonder who that could yeah, be. I wonder Adam who that could be. Um, yeah, six. Con- that's a personal best, by the way. Yeah. S- have you ever seen a group six times in one year? Six five one four six one nine two two six. My sister and I saw a wonderful Christmas concert at the City Hall and Marine on Saint Croix. Simple gifts with Billy McLaughlin, amazing singing group. Bravo! That's it. It's often the ones that. Um, or the smaller venues yeah. that really stand out to you. But I saw, yeah, I probably saw how many shows? Well, can I count Bruce Springsteen? I saw. That's a half. Almost a half a show. <laughs> so I probably saw yeah, probably 10 concerts okay. this last year. Uh, I was given kind of last minute tickets to a, a great Christmas show at Orchestra Hall this last week. And I brought my family, some oh, friend nice. of mine had a bunch of extra tickets, and we got a last minute invite. And it, it was one of those things where. You have no idea what to expect. You yep. go into it, and it was fantastic. Yeah. There was a full choir and an orchestra, and yep. it's a group I, I never heard of, but it was it was really nice. Somebody texted in, I saw Dave Matthews Band six times oh. in a year. Bravo. That's a band you can uh, keep going to. It's the jam bands because it's different every time. Uh, all right. Uh, well, we got uh, quick takes coming up. By the way, we're also, since it's uh, end of the year, we're going to air some of our best interviews from the past year so in the 11 o'clock hour we're going to revisit a conversation we had with minneapolis police chief brian o'hara from the state fair that's coming up but quick takes is up next what do you got uh how often should you wash your hair and a new frigid experience just off the coast in duluth my wife and i just had this conversation about washing our hair so i've got i've got opinions on this it's coming up Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 